Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello and welcome to The Haunted Estate. We hope you enjoy your stay, but you won't be getting much rest because our ghosts haunt more than just these hallways. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to this The Haunted Estate, hopefully your favorite podcast. I just want to remind you guys the best way to help our views, <laughs> listens, downloads to go up is to head over to iTunes and rate and review us. That makes us uh, pop up uh, near the top, I guess, across the board. I hope you all have been having a great time. We seem to be back deep into winter here over North America. <laughs> It just really seems like here in North America that winter doesn't want to give up the ghost. <gasps> did you see what I did there? <laughs> Anyways, if you can tell, my voice has really changed. Um, I'm hoping it will eventually go back to normal, but I'm kind of enjoying this uh, scratchy, sometimes higher, sometimes deeper, gravelly hooker voice, which is what I might be calling it now. <laughs> um, I got really sick. Like I feel like I'm always telling you guys. But what happened was I started with influenza, that terrible one that goes around. I never get a flu shot because I always get the flu when I get the flu shot. This time I didn't get it and guess guess what? I, I got the flu. So after that, I ended up getting a bacterial infection in my trachea. So that super affected my voice and I sounded like a frog for a while. And right now, currently, it seems like every time I try to jump back to the podcast, I have microphone problems getting a few seconds to talk before it completely cuts out. Anyways, we have a lot for you guys today. We have some cool topics to talk about. We have some, I think we have some callers. I also think that we have some written in stories. I know about that because I just got a message about that one. Something that I just want to touch base on quickly is something strange that's been happening with our toll-free phone number. So if you guys want to call in that toll-free phone number, it's one 877 three four two eight there you can record your story for up to 20 minutes so here's the weird thing that's been happening um progressively over the last few months we've been getting more and more calls every time it's from the a different phone number but it's always the same call and it's 20 minutes recorded of bible verses so in the beginning for the few first few calls i don't think anything of it i pay by month so it really doesn't cost me anything extra the strange thing that happened was it was coming from different phone numbers and i started to decide like oh, I'm, I'm just sick of like getting the emails for this whatever 
because I used to have the every time I got a voicemail it would send a message to my phone so I started calling back the phone numbers and I thought maybe like this was some kind of church or something like that that wasn't happy about the podcast that I was doing and here's the strange thing (laughs) all the phone numbers were either disconnected were never in use or went to completely different places or people who had no idea what I was talking about all over America and Mexico so there's been other things going on in my life which makes things a little bit weirder stuff I don't feel exactly comfortable talking about yet but uh to whoever is sending these out whoever's phone number you're using I don't have the emails notifying to my phone if it makes you feel better to send these recordings to me it's fine I'm not gonna listen to them I'm not not a religious person or I not am like I'm not a religious person or I am a religious person it doesn't matter I don't know what I believe in and that's something that I have always been completely honest with you guys Like it says in my book, I have seen prayer do the same work as love from a family member. But it is strange to be getting this same call almost daily now from different numbers. And I called one back yesterday and it was a woman in uh, Wisconsin. She had no idea what I was talking about. She was really nice. Um, I told her to get a hold of her phone provider and let them know. But um. If anyone out there knows about this kind of stuff, could let me know. I have a meeting. I'm going to be visiting the police just to kind of put note down about what's been happening generally in my life. I've been thinking about turning to Reddit to see if someone else can solve the situation for me. Um, I went to a counselor last week on Saturday. And uh, mental health is something that I really think that everyone should take seriously. I hate that there's so much stigma around it, and if you did listen to the first chapter of my book, you would know that I dealt with a lot of mental health issues as a young teenager. So, lately, I've just felt very overwhelmed, and I thought that maybe it would be good to talk to someone, and it was a really fantastic experience. I met with a fantastic counselor who really picked up on the fact and was into the paranormal side of things, and it was strange because I didn't I didn't bring up paranormal things I didn't bring up ghosts I didn't bring up anything of that matter at all and uh, she started talking about that kind of stuff and how people are lighthouses and how people are drawn to people like that and um, it makes sense because strange things have happened to me in my life and I've always felt a bit of an outgoing very open person and people find me very easy to approach no matter how I'm dressed or if I drive a hearse (laughs) But I want to tell you guys more because I feel like you're my family. But I also know that the chance of what's been going on being connected to this podcast and it being one of the podcast listeners is what holds me back. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's hard to address something that affects your personal life. When I started this podcast, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I'm just trying to figure out how to approach talking about it without talking about it. But when I started this podcast, it was kind of in like a dark place in my life. Um, I was really sick and I wasn't working and... I really didn't know where the rest of my life was going to go. And this podcast is one thing that stuck through me through the best and the worst moments. Because the paranormal and ghosts have been my whole life. And meeting all of you guys on Snapchat over messages and voicemails has been an amazing experience. And our Snapchat followers are in the thousands. And I love it. And I love getting to know you guys. And there's a few of you guys who just really stick out and I consider like real friends like almost best friends just because I get that daily hello from you guys because I do I live a very quiet life I live a very calm life I don't surround myself with friends and family I spend a lot of time at home and that's a certain kind of person I think and that's okay but When it comes to that, the podcast is my safe place. And for someone to figure out where I live, because I keep myself in ghost mode on Snapchat. By the way, if you have Snapchat and you have like a Bitmoji, put yourself in ghost mode because they can literally see your house. But (coughs) something has happened that's strange and uh, it's been over the past few months My safety hasn't been put in jeopardy. I'm very lucky that I have a security system on my house and we have like security cameras because of the business and stuff like that. But there have been some really weird occurrences when I wasn't at home. I haven't talked to the police yet, so I don't know what I can share and what I shouldn't share because... I don't know what kind of situation it is. And when when you look at them, each thing that's happened in its own moment, it doesn't seem like a big deal. But when you talk about them all and put them in a list, it's really weird. (laughs) And it's like, oh God, (laughs) you should tell someone about this. I think my main concern is being told not to podcast anymore or to shut down the number. And me, I'm feisty and... That's my biggest fear is not having this and being told that I shouldn't be doing this. And I know that that's probably what they're going to say. And just know that I won't. I won't. I've always lived, (coughs) sorry, with my life out there for everyone to see. It's just who I am. And I just want to thank you guys for letting me be a part of your day and listening to me 
Okay. <laughs> Anyways, if you guys want to check out a really cool video, um, head over to The Haunted Estate. I think I'm going to be posting it on the new website, which is up. Um, don't go on the mobile version. I don't know how that looks yet. But thehauntedestate.com. I also want to ask for really cool articles, stuff like that, anything. Email it to me. I'm going to have a share section where I'm going to post everybody's who shared them and, and everybody's links that they send me so we can really make the website a really fun place to go and read blogs and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, cool video. Watch me open a haunted mystery box in my hearse. Uh, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. So let's jump into something a little uh, lighter yet darker. <laughs> Okay, so first up, we have a written-in story from a listener, Josh Flatt. He actually wrote me on Facebook to let me know that he sent a message, so hi, Josh. <laughs> All right, so, subject, Charlie. Message. Since I was little, I had an imaginary friend named Charlie. I was the only one who could see him. I would be upstairs in my room playing, and there would be a double knock on the banister. It would be him telling me he wanted to play. Now, Charlie wasn't just an imaginary person. He actually helped me a few times in my life, with the last time I saw him being the night I had an apartment fire. The neighbor lady had started it, and the flames overtook my apartment. But just before he had woke me up, he grabbed my arm and pulled me towards the door, saving my life. Until the other night. Also, I feel I should mention, Charlie isn't the only soul I have been in contact with, because I am somewhat of a medium. Now, Charlie was given to me in the form of a stuffed bear. My great-grandmother had given this to me. I believe his soul is inside. She passed away, actually, two days before I was born. So the thing is, I'd actually gone a long time without seeing Charlie since that night of the fire. I mean, growing older, I'd maybe glimpse him out the corner of my eye or something. Other than that, nothing. Until last night. Earlier in the day, I was moving and packing some things because I'm preparing to move to a different state. And I was going to put Charlie into a box. But thought, no, I'll look like a crazy person and let him ride in my car with me. <laughs> so cut to me laying in bed with the TV on mute after watching RPDR. I hear two knocks coming from the landing. I jump, then thought, no, Josh, you're being silly. My mother was the only person in the house besides me. She is religiously in bed by 9 p.m., and nobody knows about the knock system me and Charlie had. So I go back, trying to sleep. I hear some rustling around, and a bag of balls rolls across the floor in front of my bedroom door. At this part, I'm thinking, okay, there's no way I haven't seen, heard, or, en or anything like that in a long time. I decided to blow it off and end up falling asleep. At this point, I'm still not sure if I was still asleep, or awake, or in between, but I'm startled awake by Charlie saying, Wake up, sleepyhead. 
and shaking me. So I jump up, and as soon as I do, he's gone. I still don't know if I was half asleep or what it was, but it was creepy. So I go downstairs, and my mother is in the kitchen. Tells me that some guy had called for me. But she's older and doesn't take names or numbers well. So I decide to look on the caller ID. So I go to look, and it's my phone. Which I later find an hour later, after me looking on the railing of the stairs. I asked how she knew they were calling for me, and her reply still shakes me. Because the guy asked for you, silly said his name was Charlie. Ooh, that's a good one. That's like such a classic kind of ghost story sounding thing there. Well, the only opinions that I can have here, it's nothing I'd be worried about. You're, you're planning on moving. So you guys are packing and you're stirring up a lot of stuff in your house. And it's just, <coughs> sorry, it's a very known thing that when you rustle around and you move stuff around your house and you're unpacking boxes, you're just disturbing the element of your house, just disturbing the normal, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm so dumb today. Anyways, you're just disturbing, you, you know, you're, you're pulling up the dust, you're pulling up the everything, and you're getting everything activated again, and residual energies or ghosts or spirits, they feed off energy, and there's been a lot of hustle and bustle in your house. So that's, that's very freaky, <laughs> but that's an incredible story, and thank you so much for sharing with us. Okay, so next up, we have a voicemail caller-in story here from Megan. Hi, okay, so my scary, this is Megan, by the way, my scary um, story, I have a few of them, nothing happened to me, but my grandma, when, my mom and my uncle are twins, so when my grandma was... Uh, or had just had the my 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 mom in bed reading late one night, and she had the twins in um, their crib, and the window was open about two inches, and um, she she said that two like greenish gray or gray I think she said gray um, spirits came in through the window and there was a girl and a boy and she said she could see their faces and they hovered over top of the crib and she started freaking out. She said she was really scared and she knew they weren't good spirits and um, they, she started like freaking out and, and said to this, like begging the spirits, please don't touch my babies, please don't touch my babies. And she, they turned and they looked at her and then they flew out the window really, really quick. Then there was another story that my grandma used to tell me when we were really little. Um, she was from Germany or Austria, and um, she said that there was this huge castle in Vienna, and um, there was a witch that lived in the castle, and when kids were bad in Vienna, she would sneak down at night and take them from their families and make them and take them back to her castle and you would never see the kids again and she would keep them for slaves. I don't know if that's a real story or not, but okay, those are my ghost stories. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Megan, for calling in your story. That was awesome to listen to. 
there's so many weird stories about children and like colorful orbs and, and stuff like that. And one thing I can think about, which is a weird theory that I recently read on in the paranormal community, is when it comes to SIDS. I don't remember how young they, you said they were if you mentioned that. But with SIDS, that's sudden infant death syndrome. And a lot of the time, it's just so unexplained and no one knows who causes it. And there's been some question around, like, more towards, like, way back in the 1800s and before that, folklore and stuff like that on these kids who who died out of nowhere was was about their souls being taken um and creepy stuff by that like that and that's the only thing that that story kind of reminds me of then for your vienna story i'm actually gonna do some research on that and see what i can pull up pull up but thank you so much for your call it was super interesting next up we have another color story coming in from chicago i think Hey, Selena. My name is Michael. Um, I'm actually a resident of Chicago, Illinois, but I kind of wanted to tell you a story that is from my hometown of Dixon, Illinois. So, on the edge of town, we actually have a road called Bloody Gulch Road, and I kind of wanted to give you the story behind that, um, also because today, September 18th, marks 132 years since this happened. So, apparently on September 18th, 18-year-old Frederick Thiel was found murdered in the Gulch. And this was happened because when this man, who's a farmer, started taking his cattle near the area, the cattle wouldn't go. They could smell something was wrong, and they wouldn't go near the area. So they go up and they find this kid, and he was a Bible salesman. And what happened is, is this guy was murdered so severely that his throat had been cut that his head was almost decapitated. And also from that, his skull had also been crushed in. A few days later, they then found Joseph Moss, 21, and was arrested for killing him. And what's interesting is that the only evidence they had at that point was just weird marks on his jacket that they thought were blood. But because they didn't have the technology to test it, they couldn't actually prove it was blood. As I said before, or as I'm saying now, this man, Joseph Moss, worked on a farm nearby. Those things really could have been anything. So the case then went to trial, and Joseph Moss was actually convicted of the murder. He was in jail in 1886, but 25 years later, in 1911, he actually prevented other inmates from assaulting a prison guard. And because Joseph Moss at that time had been a model prisoner, the guard even said, you know, we shouldn't even have him here. He saved my life, and he's never done anything wrong. So in 1911, on Christmas Day, the governor of Illinois at the time actually pardoned him, and ever since then, no one's ever heard from him. And the thing that really struck my mind was that at the very end of this article I'm currently reading, it says that there was a murder two weeks later from the exact same motive, exact same way of murder, but then also it was another person who had worked for the Bible sales company that Frederick Thiel had worked for. Um, I just thought that'd be a really interesting story to share. I mean, it's not usual to have a location actually named after something that happened. And also, it's just, it's interesting. I, Frederick Thiel was only 18 years old, and that's, I don't know, that's really sad to really know he experienced that kind of end. And then also, it's kind of weird to think that this guy served 26 years in prison, and he may not have even done it. Um, I just thought I'd share that. Uh, love your podcast and continue planning to continue to listen. Hey, Michael, thank you so much for voicing that in. First, I love your voice, love your accent. You're probably like me and are like, what accent? Anyways, super classy. 
really happy that you're a listener of the podcast. I want to thank you so much for calling that in. Again, that is the kind of stuff that I love and I'm obsessed with. When it comes to murders and stuff like that, it's almost more of an obsession of mine than ghosts and the paranormal. So if you ever hear more of that, I'd love to hear from it. It's so unique, you know, back then how they could put someone away really without any evidence or anything along those kind of lines, even though evidence, but still it's just like one person deciding your fate. Also, for him to just disappear out of thin air when he got out of jail really qu- makes me question, you know, did he put on a show that he was this really good model guy, but he was really like crazy or was he simply that innocent? And when he got out, was he just like, hey, I want to start a new life or or was he like, hey, I'm going to go murder another guy. <laughs> Anyways, again, thanks so much. I love that kind of stuff. That's the kind of the direction I want to take the haunted estate in is go into like, like missing cases and stuff like that. I am on all the Facebook groups of all the identified people and I want to go in and talk about some of those identified people, unidentified, unclaimed people and their stories because some of them really shock me and some of them are just I think for me, I understand there's lonely people, but for people to really go with not a single person in the world knowing who they are is incredible. But anyways, on that note, guys, let's say goodbye for today. And I'm going to jump on to recording another episode so I can get it up for you guys. I know I don't have like any kind of schedule, but um, I just want to be here for you guys. And I love you guys. And don't forget, add me on Snapchat. That is Selena's Life, C-E-L-I-N-A-S-L-I-F-E. Follow us on Facebook at The Haunted Estate Podcast. And visit us online at thehauntedestate.com. And send me stuff to put on the webpage at Selena at thehauntedestate.com. Thank you so much, guys. And have a spooky rest of your day. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.